Hello and welcome to Industry Minds, the podcast that discusses the importance of talking about mental health within the creative arts. My name is Kathy Reed, and today you join me for a very special bonus episode Ooh. with Rafaela Covino of Applause for Thought. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. <laughs> so what are we going to do in this episode, Raf? So I've been given the incredible opportunity by yourself and Scarlett to come and discuss, because my events at Applause for Thought, for anyone that doesn't know, happen every other month mm-hmm. at the Other Palace in association with the Other Masterclass. And on the months that they're not on, and I'm planning the next one, uh, we thought that it would be a great idea for me to come on and basically relay a little bit of the information that happened from the last event, if people couldn't get there, etc. Yeah. Reach a wider audience with this info. Absolutely. So I'm going to tell you what it's about, but please don't turn off. Um, I know it's a horrible subject that no one wants to talk about. Tax. Woo, yay. I'm hearing like... (laughs) Um, Tax, money. Two things that we don't really like talking about as creatives. But I thought, after having helped lots of people with their tax over the years and seeing lots of people kind of struggle um, with that side and actually seeing long-term the effect it can have on your mental health, I thought it would be a great um, event um, to get a accountant to come in mm-hmm. and give people a talk on it all give them some information um and we had the incredible owen woodgate from tax for actors come in mm-hmm. and do a talk Fab. and i'm just going to give you some of the information that was said Absolutely. and discussed at the talk if that's all right so the first thing is to basically break down tax um as to what it is and how much it is um, so if you're earning between, the threshold has just gone up um, for any of you out there who are in the know, from £12,501 um, is when you start paying tax now. It's gone up from 11850 I believe. Um, so if you're earning between £12,501 for your self-employed creative, self-employed job to £50,000, you'll be paying 20% tax. And annually, you will have £153.40 of voluntary national insurance that you should pay. And then weekly, you've got 9% national insurance on top of that. So from your paycheck that you get from your performing contract or your creative contract, you should be putting away 30% of that. And I think it was really interesting to see to see people's reaction Um, because I don't know that many people who actually put away their tax weekly it's kind of that scramble at the end Mm -hmm. like I need a panto or I need a something I need a job to pay my tax bill Mm -hmm. in January but if you're interested in making January a really stress-free month um, put away 30% of your paycheck each week um, for those things Um, the next thing that you started to talk about was budget And I found this absolutely fascinating um, because he showed us all something that I had never really been explained before. And I know what a budget is and I know how much my rent is and, you know, my my mortgage is. And I know how much I spend on my phone bill and my gym membership and all of these things. And then so if someone said to me, write out a budget, I'd put those things. I'd be like, well, that's what I need to live. Mm. When actually that's not what I need to live because... I like getting my own milk latte on a weekend from a really bougie overpriced coffee shop that cost me £3.80 for a coffee. And I really like um, going to watch shows and I really like, you know, having a few drinks on a Friday night. 
all of that stuff needs to come into your budget. So he suggested that you write a budget of your kind of bills, your rent, and then your life, what you actually need to make you happy. And then at the end, you will actually see how much you need to earn a week or a month to live a fulfilled and happy life. So that you can actually then take a look at your muggle job or take a look at your performing job um, and actually see whether that is going to be sustainable long term whether you need to pick up an extra shift or whether you need to cut back on this or whether you need to um, potentially if you're a perfor- in a performing job and you've got some extra hours maybe it's worth picking up some teaching or picking up an extra job whilst you're in a performing job so that you can afford these extra nice things so another great thing about this budget um outline that owen gave was that it allows you to see how much you need to spend to be happy each month which means that that should be the same when you're in creative work or out of creative work so you don't get this fluctuation between being a kind of high spender loads of money loads of surplus cash don't really know what to do with it spending loads of it to then kind of be eating beans and struggling and you know the day the job ends not you having to go straight back into loads of muggle jobs if you work out that you need that you need £1,200 taking that out of thin air a month mm-hmm. it shouldn't matter if you're earning £2,000 or £1,200 that you still have that same content happy way of life and then all of that money can be saved or you can treat yourself occasionally but I think getting that stopping getting your finances in order stops that roller coaster effect yeah. and the instability of the industry mm-hmm. and I think when people really nail that the control they have of, over their life means that you don't have to do that kind of suffering actor um, life you can constantly be earning the same amount um, if you save smartly yeah yeah. the next thing he spoke about was the famous kind of uh, topic that we all like to discuss which is what you can claim and what you can't claim Mm -hmm. we all want to claim everything every (laughs) coffee just it's a meeting isn't it um (laughs) You've got your kind of black and white ones, which are your agent's commission and your dance classes and your dance wear and your singing lessons. And then you've got this kind of grey area, um, which is coffees and makeup and haircuts and gym membership and phone bills and rent Um, And he basically said that you can only ever claim those grey areas if you're claiming a true percentage of that area. For example, you cannot claim your haircut if you can't prove that you just would never get your haircut if you weren't in the industry, you know. Mm -hmm. But if you're keeping a certain style because your agent has suggested that that's the style that you should have or whether you've cut your hair for a job or whether you know you're keeping a style to keep um in with the headshots that you had taken and um, then you can claim a percentage of that but claiming your entire haircut yeah. or your entire kind of mac makeup bill um because you are not wearing this mac makeup apart from if you're on stage or auditioning mm-hmm. um so that's the way to kind of work out the gray area you know work out the percentages how much of your phone are you using for work whether that be you know booking tickets or emailing your agent or on spotlight or yeah. or stuff like that um 
A couple of interesting things that came up as well is... I'm going to ask this rhetorical question and none of you will be able to answer me, but how long should you keep your tax info on record? Seven years? Yeah! Yes. It wasn't even there. Yeah! <laughs> um, so, amazing. So, I thought it was five. Hilarious. Um, but yeah, seven years. You better keep those receipts in that shoebox somewhere tucked away in mm. your cupboard. Um, and another interesting point that I definitely... I thought I knew everything about tax. And then, obviously, I put on this event. So, I was kind of laying back like, this isn't actually for me. I'm just yeah. facilitating this. I'm putting this on. And then Owen stopped my heart and said something about invoices. When you're, I think we've all invoiced mm. before. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're not in a performing contract or a creative contract, um, a lot of us will be doing kind of ad hoc yeah. stuff, um, other self-employed jobs, mm-hmm. um, so non-PAYE, um, so jobs that aren't taxed at source, a secondary uh, self-employed job that isn't taxed, which means that we will be sending an invoice um, those invoices need to be numbered as in so invoice one invoice two invoice three not just dated interesting oh right gosh, interesting what? right that does not mean that all of your invoices to date are null and void uh-huh. but from now on number those invoices another thing uh, that came up was paying on account um, this only happens if you're paying quite a bit of tax Um, but it's quite expensive the first time it happens to you because ultimately you're paying in advance for what they predict you're going to earn next year but obviously once you've done it for two years if you do it for two consecutive years it works out because that then comes off your next year's um, tax bill it is a way of like spreading the cost because it means you have two payments in July and in January Um, and the only thing he said to be aware of is that if you're going to opt to reduce your on account, you need to be 100% sure that you're not going to earn more tax the next year because you will get fined um, and charged for that to happen. So if you're going to reduce your on account payments because you can't afford them this year, um, you need to be 100% sure that you will not earn more tax the next year. So that was all the kind of notes and information that I took from Owen. Um, And I mean, you guys really need to check him out. Like I do my own accounts and I actually want to go to him. Not only is he a champion of well-being and mental health, hence why he did talk to the event for free. He's also incredible at his job. I probably haven't even executed these answers um to these uh, questions that people had very well he is so knowledgeable um on tax uh and finance and money so please do get in contact with him um at tax for actors um i now have a little raft tip Ooh. a little raft tip do 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 uh, there needs to be some sort of jingle um <laughs> about how i do my tax And for me, I feel like a lot of my friends, all of these receipts get put in a box and then at the end of the year, you know, it comes to the 5th of April and it's like, oh my goodness, 
I can't believe I have to go through this entire box. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm always been again with the applause thought mantra: education equals prevention, mm-hmm. and also like little, little and often. So for me, at the end of every month, so I have right now in my bedside drawer, I've got an envelope that says May 2019. Mm-hmm. So all of my receipts for May go in there, um, and then I print out my pay slips, or I take my pay slips, or I have like mm-hmm. a you know, a link folder, you know, save the trees, Um, a link to a folder that I kind of write out and that goes in there as well. So that all my pay slips and all my receipts, all my expenses and all of my earnings are just going in that one envelope. And then that goes in a box. And then at the end of the year, all I have to do is add up how much I earn, Mm -hmm. take away my expenses, and then there's my number. I completed my tax last week in 45 minutes really yeah just added up all the envelopes added up all the numbers took the numbers away from each other that was my tax that was it done and it just makes it so much less scary so much more of a mammoth task and like you're looking you know you're looking back after a year for an invoice and a pay slip that you earn on that you know one week in Hull where you went on for your cover three times and you also got overtime because you did nine shows in three two and a half days because it was Christmas you know and all of that needs to be taxed you know all of that kind of stuff um it just makes it so much simpler to just do it once a month um and then it's done so that's my little raft tip do 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 I'm gonna really keep that jingle I like it um (laughs) So uh, the next thing that I'd like to talk about is what our panel had to say at the event. Obviously, I'm going to leave out their names and specific details for confidentiality reasons. Um, But we had people on the panel who had had to declare bankruptcy and owed £28,000 to HMRC. Um, People who had um, shopping addictions and really couldn't cope with the fluctuation between earning a lot of money and then not earning any money and really overspent when they were in work. Um, in performing work sorry and uh, then had no money when they weren't and kind of had to deal with going home and how that made them feel Um, we had someone from a working class background who had to fund their way through drama school and through life beyond um, which is a really important voice to be heard Um, and yeah so I think the general consensus um, that came from that panel discussion was that finding a good muggle job and it sounds really really simple um but it doesn't have to be um I've done I did bar at the London Palladium and I loved it mm-hmm. um it doesn't have to be front of house though yeah. it it doesn't there are so many if if you love that incredible mm-hmm. but there are so many other jobs available to you um you know nannying yeah. or I work on the I work as a receptionist I love working Monday to Friday in the days. I love that structure. Some people hate that structure, but for me, it totally works. Um, teaching or potentially training in a different thing, you know, PTing or being a sports masseuse, yeah. or there are just su- such a range of muggle jobs out there. Um, and I think finding the one that not only funds your life, but also makes you happy when you're out of that creative work that you crave is just absolutely fundamental um and yeah it's i implore people who are still training to get thinking and it's not about having a plan b 
It's not. It's about understanding that you are probably going to be out of creative work at some point in your career. So if you can already be thinking about what you're going to do to make yourself money when you're not being creative, um, you're that's like a you're a step ahead, you know, already. So just everyone who's in training, get thinking um, of what that can be. Um, the next one is that it's very important to not bury your head in the sand about tax problems and money problems. Uh, what I'm literally asking people to think about and talk about openly are two of the most taboo subjects, mental health and money. Mm-hmm. People don't like talking about them in general. So um, it's really important because they really snowball. Um, like with the person who had to declare bankruptcy, don't bury your head in the sand. There's, there's places out there to help. Equity have a dedicated tax advice team, mm-hmm. Alan and Emma. They're lovely. I've emailed them. Um, that are there to sort out any of your tax questions, national insurance, HMRC disputes, um, just general advice. Um, obviously, Owen Woodgate at Tax Practice or myself, um, Kathy and Scarlett Industry Minds, you know, any questions that you have that are related to this sort of thing, it's really important to just ask the questions before it snowballs. Um, and the last point that really came up with the panel and with Owen and myself is kind of what I'll end on is that you are a business. And again, with kind of giving yourself that cont- back that control is that you are, you know, I'm Raffaella Cavino Limited and you all of this stuff is important having your rep ready and having auditions and you know looking good and feeling good is one part but also being in control of your company's finances you can get a huge amount of validation from knowing that you're in control of your money this world this industry takes so much control from you give some of that back and be in a strong financial position make executive decisions for your company about where you want to spend your money um and that is yeah i guess the summary is that um you are a business Mm -hmm. and you deserve and are able to thrive whether you're in creative work or out of creative work there we go boom mic drop on that thank you raf that was really really insightful considering I couldn't come to the talk it was good I learned some stuff just through yes. listening uh, and I think it'll be very beneficial for our listeners when is your next event so the next event date to be confirmed but you will be able to find all the updates on my socials which I will say at the very end and it's going to be on bereavement is our next subject that we're going to be discussing and um, we've got a therapist coming in who's creating a unique grieving structure for um loss in the industry because it's completely different um to muggles you know that guilt complex of the show must go on being away from family um how do you take compassionate leave if you're not in a creative job and you've got a zero hour contract um how to use your grief productively and creatively yeah so that's going to be our next discussion well i will definitely be there so i will see you there and we will have another um little mini episode after the bereavement workshop Yes, uh, so giving us some real right there can can listen if you can't make it. But make sure you follow Raph on social media. Yes. Follow us on socials, which is uh, Instagram at applause for thought and Twitter at applause thought. And just one more time, Owen Woodgate at Tax Writers, which you can find on Twitter at 
tax factors and a massive shout out to the incredible other palace um, and hashtag the other masterclass um, who uh, put on all my events with me um, they're incredible check them out on twitter thank you Ra. thank you bye bye